What's up, guys? This is Moto Sakita. Hi, writers. This is Moto Japan back again. Thanks for sending us a bunch of emails since the last podcast. Uh, we got many emails asking how to rent the motorcycle, how to plan your trip, and especially where to stay. So we're dedicating this podcast to emergency suggestions. Emergency. No, sorry, alternative accommodation. Emergency alternative accommodation. Yeah. In terms of renting a bike, that was a very common question. We actually directed everyone to MotorcycleParadise.net by our fellow rider Warren, because he wrote a really good list of places how to um, and where to rent a bike. So check it out, MotorcycleParadise.net, if you're looking for that. In general, very good blog. Um, All right, so let's talk about emergency. In case you have an accident, in case you're really tired, in case you need rest... What's a good way to get some rest in Japan and kind of stay safe? And an assumption that you already have a rental bike or something, like mm-hmm. rental bike or your own bike. Mm-hmm. So first I would like to say, because that was a question many foreigners ask, couch surfing is not really common in Japan. You shouldn't come to Japan assuming that it's very easy to find somebody to rent your sofa in their, pla- their place. In the first place in Japan, it's not very common to invite guests home, especially staying overnight. So don't count on it. Couchsurfing is not your go-to option, right? Yep. Do you want to say something about that? Ah. So we actually have a... One, two, three, four, five... Five different kind of basic solutions. Manga cafe. Okay, let's start with that. Yeah. When I first moved to Japan, everybody told me that manga cafe is a place where homeless people go or where... Older salarymen spend their time for wanking over porn. (laughs) (laughs) So I never wanted to get in there. Yeah. Like, actually, it's really like most foreigners that I spoke to at that time, they were like, oh, Manga Cafe is really crazy and freaky. And then after you took me there the first time, I realized it's an awesome place. And the reason for that is why do you like it? Um, It's very convenient because, uh, you know, there's a lot of Manga Cafe everywhere. Mm hmm. In the city, also in the countryside. Yeah, and especially countryside, there's really huge parking lot. Mm-hmm. You can park your bike and you can take a shower, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, just to define Manga Cafe, it's an internet cafe practically. Mm-hmm. And a place for rest. Yeah, for rest. And what does it look like? It looks like a, a capsule hotel. You actually have like small cubicles which have like a sofa, a chair and table and the lap like not laptop some some crappy pc usually and then they have wi-fi they have a drink bar where you can get soft drinks um it's all included in price what's the price usually for a mega cafe approximately 30 dollars for one night ah two thousand yen for one night mm. you can book your stay there for just for a small rest yeah time and most of them have a free ice cream yep and, uh, and the shower room. Shower room, yeah. Yeah. If you if you have a wrong touring, mm-hmm. for example, to uh, from Tokyo to Hiroshima, mm-hmm. definitely you should take a rest in somewhere like this yeah. facility. Yeah, you cannot really plan when you're gonna get tired. You cannot really book your accommodation in advance because it really depends on road situations. And uh, what are some of the biggest manga cafe companies? Do you know? Maybe. Do you do you Kukan? Like it's really uh, difficult. Tuka. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. My, my, in any case, I get yeah, you a can, lot. Yeah, you can recognize Manga Cafe usually because it has a signboard and displays like icons of... Uh, Shower. Yeah, and books. Internet. Internet. Books, yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, Manga Cafe is definitely a really convenient place. Everybody, every writer in Japan should know about it because it's a great emergency place. Next one is Family Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Different family restaurants are open, in most cases, 24 hours. They have a parking lot also. They don't kick you out if you come there and just sleep at the table, because that's actually really common in Japan as well. <laughs> right? I never. You did in, in Kawasaki. Kawasaki? Yeah, when we were moving. We were sleeping on the table, like... Yeah, but just, you know... A few hours. Just a few hours. Not a few hours, just a few minutes. Okay. So next one is Michino Eki. Roadside rest area. Yeah, it's a roadside rest area for people who are driving across Japan. L-R-R-A in short. R-R-A. <laughs> you don't get anything if you Google R-R-A, though. <laughs> Rwanda Revenue Authority. Yeah, don't, don't, don't look for R-R-A. Look for Michinoeki. R-R-A. Yeah. So there is a website, uh, Michinoeki, uh, with a dash in between. So M-I-C-H-I-N-O-E-K-I.jp. And you can find a list of all roadside stations in Japan, and you can even filter for the ones that are offering different um, facilities, from restaurants, information, parking space, and also accommodation. Yes. Some places. Some places have accommodation. Yeah. And it's usually not expensive. Yeah, $40. 40 Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Same internet, I mean, uh, Manga Cafe. Okay. So the reason why... I like RRA. They have a souvenir shop. So you can go shopping? Yeah. And um, a lot of riders. And they're I mean, pretty clean. Yeah, apparently in Japan there are total 1,107 Michinoiki places. It's pretty well covered. If you're traveling around, especially alone, you should just check some of the biggest ones. Uh, and it's kind of cool to stay there as well because you can also meet some people, some other riders sometimes. Or, yeah. you know, get some help from... People actually once when we were driving by car, or twice even, we picked up a hitchhiker from Michinoiki. Yeah. So it's you know it's commonly a place where people kind of look for help, or very often you know everyone is kind of eager to offer help as well to people. Yeah, and you can get each local food. Exactly. Every Michinoiki has its local shop that sells souvenirs and also restaurants are selling yeah. local delicacies which is amazing it, that's the best things mm-hmm. of rra <laughs> just want to say that i know it's really <laughs> awesome you should, you should make a website like rra just like redirect to that just to have it there okay so moving from rra onsen riders onsen riders onsen yeah onsen is uh, otherwise a public bath where you can go take a shower, take a rest somewhere. And uh, usually they have many rigorous rules in onsens. You're not allowed to have tattoos or you're supposed to cover them. Um, but riders onsens are a better solution. Mm-hmm. What do you usually have there? I think um, the owner likes bike or something. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> They're not going to ask you to move your bike away from the parking area. Yeah, onsens are really cheap. You only pay a few hundred yeah. yen to get in and actually you can spend the whole day there pretty much. 
I mean, there's like time limit usually, like oh. three hours or what? Yeah, then this one he got it just like for, uh, just for um, taking a rest. Mm-hmm. Some of them are offering food. You can get uh, lunch there. I mean, every onsen, in any case, they have vending machines and all these things, so you can get some refreshments and some snacks, if nothing else. Yes. That's a good thing to check, and it's quite a cultural experience as well. Very tourist. Yeah, if you have... Uh, if you Touristy. Have... <laughs> if you have tattoos... Um... It's okay, fuck it. Yeah, just fuck it. <laughs> That's the thing. Okay, um, then the maybe the last resort is... Um... Love hotel. That's yeah. You can also stay in a love hotel. What's a love hotel? It sounds like really pervert. Mm-hmm. Strange, but we actually. I mean, they they actually have a really nice rooms. Mm-hmm. Fucking cleanest seats fucking... ever. Fucking cleanest seats ever. Okay. Yeah. So love hotels are um, hotels where you can. Rest or stay, so you can rest for a few hours and. Some some place has a karaoke box. Oh uh, yeah. Karaoke. It's it's kind of like a couples of amusement place or more people. Maybe sometimes the more the merrier. There's also a difference between love hotels in the city and uh, in the countryside. Love hotels in the city are often in some very shady streets. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they look kind of suspicious. People who come there are usually staying for, you know. But in general, it's pretty much the same between Manga Cafe and Love Hotel. Yeah, but you cannot really fuck in a Manga Cafe. <laughs> I mean, the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of similar. Just that the Love Hotel is really a hotel. Like, you have a room, and in Manga Cafe you can rest. And, uh, yeah, Love Hotel is, as the name suggests, a place where you would go for some fun time with whoever you want to have fun with at that time. Fellow rider. Especially in the countryside. They're often very nice. Usually that's the place where couples go because they don't have any privacy mm-hmm. at home living with their families, right? Yeah. Younger people go there? Sort of. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I heard that. I don't know. Younger people marry. Probably. You also you went there for partying with your friends, yeah. right? Yeah. Aussie party. <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, you guys were yeah, just the... yeah. We weren't drinking, mm-hmm. but we were still teenager. Yeah. Though so we we you know we were not allowed to drink in outside, mm-hmm. so we booked this in you know, a hotel. hotel. Yeah. And yeah. We were we had uh, some you know like small party, mm-hmm. and there was like ten people, mm-hmm. but we only had to pay five thousand yen mm-hmm. for one room. Yeah. So it was like you know very uh, accommodating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of a place where anybody can hide and they have, like, you know, the privacy is there. You can do whatever you want kind of thing. So Love Hotel is an option also. Uh, We've never stayed in one, though, during the rides. Um, Just because it's kind of like... No, I just worry about uh, security. Somebody might scratch your bike or something, right? Yeah. Not really steal it. Mm. But you never know. Yeah. So these are the five emergency stays in Japan. And then you can always uh, stop at the convenience store as well. And uh, some of them have resting areas when you can sit on a chair. Um, usually people don't stay there for too long, though. Especially in the summer, uh, you badly need those accommodations. You yeah. know, it's pretty hot and... Super humid. If you have never been to a manga cafe, we highly recommend it. That's actually my favorite rest stop 
Yeah, we, we forgot to say they have free ice cream, but they also have a free corn soup from the venting machine, which is such a savior in the winter when you stop and you're frozen somewhere and then you just hold that cup of like corn soup in your hands and you're warmed up and it's nice. Mm. Yeah, and um, they have a lot of uh, Japanese magazines, usually manga. Uh, that's what people, you know, people go there for reading manga also. So if this is something that you're into or that you want to see or check out, it's also mm. good. For your reference. For your reference, yeah. They usually give you free toothbrushes and uh, soap and all these things. Oh, uh, and sometimes they have a Razor. free energy drink. Oh, yeah, that's 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 also true. Yeah. So cool. Check out Manga Cafe. Good for boost. Mm-hmm. Of course. Up until now, we were talking about those accommodations, mm-hmm. which is very emergency situation. Mm-hmm. So from now on, we're going to talk about alternative accommodation mm-hmm. in Japan. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to go to a hotel, you can always book uh, an Airbnb. There used to be many before, but recently... They caught a stricter regulations, so there's not as many cheap accommodations available as uh, they were before. We stayed in quite some interesting places last year. Yeah, so if you want to know about Airbnb, mm-hmm. let us know. We're gonna, you know, mm-hmm. we're gonna tell you how to that. Yeah, we can send you like, to some nice yeah. places. We can recommend as far as we know. Last year we stayed one time in a cat house. <laughs> yeah, in uh, Chiba Prefecture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we stayed in a place where actually a guy. Uh, who owns it, uh, keeps his cats, and it's actually a very beautiful traditional house in the countryside, and uh, we had very nice um, place to leave our bikes under yeah. camera surveillance. Um, and they, they have a uh, garage mm-hmm. uh, where you can repair your bike, mm-hmm. and he has a uh, lot of seven. Yes. A lot of cars. Uh, you can have a barbecue outside. and mm-hmm. um, You can see that... Um, the fireflies. Fireflies. Outside. Outside. It's super, super, Completely super romantic. in the mountain. Yeah, middle exactly. No, middle of nowhere. Exactly where you want to take your bike for a date. We also stayed in a garage once, also in Chiba. Mm. A guy was renting out his garage that had like a small toilet. There was no shower, but there was an onsen nearby where you can go take a shower. And uh, that was also a really nice experience in the summer. Yeah. So, so they're quite... Many interesting places where you can get a bit off the beaten track and have fun. Yeah, we know like few appropriate places, you know, for riders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have questions, send them over. Please ask us. And especially for riders, um, many foreigners have actually asked us about the famous rider houses, which are mm-hmm. common in Japan. It's usually run by a rider who wants to have some kind of like a community event at the place you can meet other people who are riding these places are usually somewhere in the middle of nowhere um it's quite exciting to to discover the way to get there and then like share the stories with others do you want to say something no and uh, we and we had this experience once only uh we realized it's not really for us if you are looking for this kind of experience it's definitely something you should check out the main website that has all these rider houses listed is Hatinoso. It's H-A-T-I-N-O-S-U dot net. And uh, we will put the, all links to the 
show notes anyway, so you can check there. And um, do you want to say why we didn't like this kind of <laughs> yeah. accommodation? Or should I? <laughs> I mean, um, okay, so the reason why we didn't like it, because like... Uh, or why you didn't like it. Yeah, why I didn't like it. Because um, uh, the place where we uh, stayed, mm-hmm. Papa Sanchi, mm-hmm. in Chiba. Mm. Yeah. I don't like to have a community with like other riders <laughs> in general. We actually went there when both of us really needed rest from um, work. We were both working full-time in tech companies mm-hmm. in Japan with really grueling rules and schedules. So we just wanted to take our mind off and go riding. And uh, we just arrived there and there was this very company-like community feeling where... You know, first of all, the the guy was very nice. He was very worried. He called us many times to see if we're on the way. And, uh, I mean, I even get angry when my mom does that too often. So I definitely didn't didn't want that from other people. So, you know, we we felt a little bit pressured to come on time because he was preparing dinner. As soon as uh, something influences my schedule, at least I get really, like, grumpy. Yeah. So we arrived there and then everybody kind of had a task and everybody had to do everything together and um, there was no individuality in it and it was a very Japanese way of handling things, I think. Yeah. So I think for people who are traveling, maybe this is kind of interesting to see a Japanese school camp in yeah, the, yeah. the writer's edition. For battle writer's person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so by my side... Mm-hmm. So first of all, I'd want to lie to meet other riders. Mm-hmm. Very fast, it can become very expensive. So for example, even though the accommodation there was 2,000 yen per person, we ended up paying Ichiman, for, more than Ichiman, right? Yeah, for... For two of us? For two of us. Yes. Because um, we were, you know, we joined them for dinner, so they were cooking something. But then at the same time also, we didn't bring any food. I actually couldn't eat anything except for the salad they had there. Even though I'm not super picky, but I really, I don't know, there was nothing for me to eat. It's mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know, I, I, I'm spoiled. Um, and we drank everything immediately. Like, we ran out of alcohol immediately. Yeah. Like, not immediately, but kind of. Um, and then also at that place, um, everybody stayed in the same room. There were a few, few people who were camping outside, and we reserved two beds or a large bed or I don't know what. And in the end, because there was no capacity, some people had to sleep on the floor. We were sharing a tiny sort of place on a bunk mm-hmm. of the bunk bed. And uh, there was this one guy who was snoring like crazy and you got really angry at him. <laughs> yeah, um, it's kind of like share room, like yeah, dump tree. Yeah. So it's a bit risky because they, they don't have a like defined regulation. So mm-hmm. the bed is fucking disgusting and uh, you know, it's not really clean. Yeah, and we all had to take it's a like shower a at the same time one after another house person. He's using, you know, one of the yeah, weekend exactly. houses. And it was kind of like I don't know, we, we got annoyed by different things to be honest. Like you were really angry at that uh, <laughs> guy who was he was working like he was some software developer. Uh, from Oracle or something, I don't know. I don't remember. You got really angry at him because you just couldn't, like... He was a very socially awkward guy. I actually liked him. I liked talking to him. It was okay. But you, he was always trying to talk to you and he just didn't let you go. So it was kind of really heavy. 
Um, but yeah, so that's the reason why we decided we don't want to go there because we just don't want to um, follow other people's like plans and we don't want to have this kind of like a school feeling. But for anybody who's wanting to experience that, it's it's a really great thing. And we also heard that in Hokkaido, these rider houses are pretty amazing, that it's a very nice place to go. Hokkaido? Yeah. In, and, and they told us in general it's a very different community oh, and, they, cause, and they have a lot yeah because they have a lot of rider houses and also there's not so many people mm. so you can actually have like quite a nice time so it's it's kind of like you know it's people it's hit and miss it depends on who you're going to meet um, where if you need a moment to take it all in mm-hmm. after riding you shouldn't be there mm. like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of yeah exactly you know like too much Exactly. Mm. Yeah, but if you come alone from um, overseas and you also want to meet some people and see what they're doing, then it's, I mm. think, a really cool place to go. And uh, last but not least... It's camping. So camping is really fabulous in Japan. There are many campsites where you can go. They're pretty cheap. Uh, the facilities are quite um, usually quite nice, uh, except some of them might have really shitty toilets, but you cannot blame that. You can also just set up your tent in the middle of nowhere somewhere on a public land. And um, it's very difficult to figure out if it's legal or not. Um, Japanese are very actually relaxed on that. In general, you cannot set up your own tent in the, in the public space mm-hmm. in Japan, uh, except the uh, Miro Peninsula. Is Miro Peninsula the only place in Japan where you can do it? I only know... You know, you can set up, like, you, you can do camping in the middle parents here. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we're not... Sure. In, I mean, in the public space. Yeah, like, we're not sure about other places, and it's very difficult to check out because there are no, no strict rules. Um, so just don't be stupid and don't do anything stupid, but... Um, you just go to camping site. Yeah, that's the best thing. But, I mean, if it's an emergency and you have a tent and... You don't have you to make a reservation, a... actually. Yeah, you usually don't have. Yeah. You don't have to, unless it's a golden week or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they always have a space for a bike. And so, uh, log. Yeah. And also, one good thing about campsites in Japan is um, sometimes you have to bring your own tent, but sometimes they, can, they have bungalows or they rent out tents. So if you don't want to carry all the equipment on your bike, you can check which ones um, actually offer yep. rental. And you can rent the barbecue and buy the charcoal and have a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Have a lot of fun. So that's it. Now that you know where to stay, please come to Japan and enjoy the riding season because it's just spectacular. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Finally. Yeah, finally. I'm super happy. Please ask us if you need our information to be exact. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will tell you. Which camp, for example, which camping place is best, you know, for your poppers? Mm-hmm. If you talk about it right now, it's, it's gonna take like forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just wanted to give you a short update um, because we got so many questions from you guys. And then if we missed something, let us know. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram at model.japan and listen to our podcast and listen to your motto. Oh. And uh, we're gonna wait for you in October. Yes. See you there. Choice. Choice. <laughs> <laughs>
全力で頑張ります。ごきげんよう。